This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? I'll tell you what, it means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Well, as promised, we have former Colts and Detroit Lions linebacker Stan White with us. And you might know him as the color analyst on Baltimore Ravens radio broadcast. But, of course, we go way back to when Stan first made his name in the NFL as a linebacker with the Baltimore. I said Baltimore Colts when he said a single season record for linebackers that still exists. Eight interceptions in one year. Stan was on that Colts team, of course, that played in the December 24th, 1977 playoff game against Oakland, the famous ghost to the post contest that went two overtimes, and he's here to relive that game with us. And Stan, always, always good to hear from you. Yes, uh, I, I relive this thing all the time. So. <laughs> well, here we <laughs> Just one go. One more time. Here we go. <laughs> when you hear that term, Stan, ghost to the post, two questions. One, what's your first thought? Great game? A heartbreaking loss, and, and secondly, how often do you replay that game in your head? I think the worst Christmas ever is what I think. You know, I just <laughs> remember having the game. I, every time I see it on ESPN Classic, you know, I keep thinking we're gonna, we're still going to win because there's no way we could lose this game, <laughs> and somehow we end up losing it on that not on that play, but they kick a field goal in overtime. They Dave Casper catches another pass in the end zone for a touchdown in double overtime. So, uh, uh, you know, I, th- I guess I think Dave Casper right away. That's why they call it the ghost, Casper uh, the ghost. But uh, making that, that miraculous catch over the shoulder the way he did, Willie May style. Stan, the, the Raiders were in a third and long on that play when they went looking for the ghost. Take us back to that play. What, what were the Colts expecting, and how confident were you in that situation with your defense that you were coming off the field after that play? Uh, I was, we were pretty confident at that point. You know, we, we, we had held them a couple times, and, uh, and they were, were trying to make this comeback, and we got them into that situation. And we used the George Allen theory, uh, which was I called all the defenses on the field. We didn't signal them in. And they had Cliff Branch out there, so we doubled him and also doubled the tight end uh, because the corner would rotate up and jam the wide receiver, stay in the flat. So if the tight end came out there, the free safety would have help, and uh, he would also help, uh, obviously, the strong safety on, on on the wide receiver. So we thought we'd take away those two guys and make him throw uh, you know, to the other side to beat us, where we had Nelson Muncy, who was a pretty good corner, uh, on the other receiver. So we, we played that, and uh, what happened was Lyle Blackwood, our free safety, had gotten hurt earlier in the game, and we had a, a rookie in there at free safety named Tim Baylor. Uh, and our other linebacker, Tom McLeod, jammed Casper so hard on the play that Tim Baylor thought he wasn't going out and went to help someplace else. And uh, by the time he realized that he was out, he couldn't get back to him. Somehow Stabler found him and threw it up because he wasn't looking for him first. And, you know, he just, he, he made the catch. We were, we, we had everything done right, except, you know, keep your eye on the right, on, on, you know, I think the best tight end that probably 
I mean, combination tight end ever played the game. He was a great blocker and a really good receiver. That's interesting. It's a uh, thing I remember about that game, Stan. Is is uh, it's become a classic bit, bit of uh, uh, football lore. Was you know, late in the day, Stabler coming to the sidelines during a timeout, and Madden is there ranting and raving and all red in the face like he always was in those situations. <laughs> Stabler says to him, "Looks like the fans are really getting their money's worth, huh?" And he's kind of like laughing about it. And I'm just wondering, what was the sense on your side of the field? Uh, you know, were you sort of think of the same thing in your huddle or were you a little more frantic than that no we were a little more frantic at that point because <laughs> we were ahead and uh the offense kept just running three plays and you know they, they go back to that uh we went to ted Brother's funeral this year and uh, uh bert jones was there and a couple of our offensive linemen there and jimmy ursay flew in for the funeral and uh we were talking about that game and and, and why if we would just would have thrown one pass at that point because they would load up with everybody, you know, maybe the whole thing would have turned out differently. But uh, uh, we were a little bit we were a little bit frantic, as you used the right word, because they kept coming back. We knew how good they were, and you know, we had lost the year before in the playoffs to uh, Pittsburgh to Terry Bradshaw and the Steelers after leading them at halftime. And uh, we were just, we needed a playoff win. We had got one. We never did get one. And uh, we thought we had that one, and we, we just let it get away. We're with former linebacker and now Ravens analyst Stan White on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Stan, since you brought up that one pass, some people might forget, I, I wouldn't, I was a diehard Colts fan growing up and was then, um, that game when it, it went to two overtimes uh, before the Raiders won, that there was one pass that haunts me. It was yeah. that oh-so-close Burt Jones to Raymond Chester Baum, and we had Burt on about a year ago or so. Meant to ask him, didn't, but I've heard him say, if I just held it a split second longer, I mean, you were that close to winning, weren't you? Oh, yeah, because Raymond was wide open, and that would have put it away. We were already up by a score or two at that point, and that would have that would have put it you know, completely away, and he just he, he missed on that, and uh, it just wasn't, because we scored on defense with a touchdown, I think Bruce Led intercepted the pass and ran yeah, for a touchdown, did. Marshall Johnson ran a kickoff back for a touchdown, so the offense did not have a great day that day, but we still uh, you know, were in position to win the football game, but uh, they just had, you know, they were, they were a great football team. You know, you think about the 70s, you do think about the Steelers, uh, and you think about the Miami Dolphins, but the Raiders were right there too. They had, you know, all those guys that I mentioned, as well as you know Matuzak and all the guys on defense. That uh, they were, they were very good players too. Stan, what was it like to play two overtimes? When does fatigue factor in? People have asked me that too, but it's a playoff game. You know, it was December twenty fourth, so it was a really nice day. You know, it was nice and sunny and. It was probably 50 degrees, which is, you know, pretty good for Baltimore. But you don't even think about getting tired at that point. You're, I mean, you're playing a playoff game, and you're out there every play. We didn't have all the platoons where you linebackers would go in for a down or two and come back out. You, you played every play of the game, uh, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, everybody did. And uh, I don't think I ever thought – I don't remember ever even thinking about being tired in that football game. I do remember they blocked a punt late in the game and ran it down to about the five-yard line, and and uh, that that was part of the big comeback that they had. 
You know, those Raider teams, of course, a lot of their guys have gone to the to the Hall of Fame. You played against Stabler a number of times. Were you surprised that it took so long for Ken Stabler to get in the Hall of Fame? Did you see him as yeah, that kind yeah, of Yeah, I was. Yeah, I don't know why it took him so long because, you know, you mentioned that, you know, I had eight interceptions that one year. I think I had the second most ever by a linebacker. But I, he was the quarterback that I could never tell where he was throwing the ball. To get a, to really get an interception, you got to read the quarterback and be able to get a jump on the ball. But because he was left-handed and he sort of, he didn't have the ball straight. It was uh, he turned it to the side as he went to right. throw it. He he go he throw it one way, and I thought he was throwing it the other way. It was so <laughs> you just you couldn't. You, I never knew where the ball was going with him. And I think that was part of his mistake was uh, defenders just you couldn't read him like you could every other quarterback uh, that you that you played against. So I found him extremely extremely tough to play against, and uh, uh, he would he would do anything it took to win. You know they call him the snake because he would he would he would scramble, he would do anything. He wasn't afraid of anything. He was a tough, very good, you know, great quarterback who. Just know how to win football games. Hey, Stan, we're out of time, but thanks so much. And you know what? I want to mention to you, thanks so much for that parking pass you gave me about five years ago, my first ever <laughs> Orioles game. That was terrific. I, I owe you for that. <laughs> you know, one more thing about this game. You know, it, it's sort of the only game that's replayed that I'm on. I've coached high school ball for 20 years now. And at least that game comes on and the guys can say to me, yeah, I guess you did play because I saw that game where the Raiders beat you guys. So, you know, that's the only good part, but because they play that over. And I mean, even John Madden says that was the most exciting game he ever took part in. And he has he had a, a long NFL career. Thanks for reliving it uh, with us, Stan. I appreciate it. That was former linebacker Stan White. When we return, it's our Renai Game Changers of the Week. 